1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening from. This is the 1215 Club. I am M- Ariel here in the mic. I'm joined by my 1215 comrade. What are you
3: laughing at, Dylan? What's so funny? Uh, you said wherever you're listening from. Let's say you're just using the US as an example. We're on the East Coast, so it is the latest it would be here. No,
1: but I mean, how about if somebody was listening? Like, So who is tomorrow- it good
3: evening to? So,
1: right so how about how about they're listening like tomorrow or they're listening a little bit later tonight on podcast? I got to wish them a good evening because they're not listening in the afternoon.
3: Whatever, pal. This,
1: this is why this is why I host Dylan. All right. <laughs> I'm joined by, as you heard, Dylan, the graphics guy, Marvin, the prince, Eric, the big German. Eric, actually, I don't know what's happening to you lately, but it looks like Todd's starting to rub, rub off on you. And I think I, you know exactly what I mean. Today, Eric sent an email to uh, me and Dylan, and he put the entire body of the email in the subject line, which is Todd Fritz is renowned for doing, and he's notorious for doing. Eric, anything to defend yourself?
0: Well, what I normally would have said would be inappropriate for a work environment email. Mm-hmm. So what we say on comms is one thing, but you start making a, a written record of it, and you got to be careful, right? So. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say what I had to say. And also it was a very simple email. It was send the graphic to Mario or something to that extent. And uh, I mean, I could have said something to do in the subject line and then it could have said send the graphic to Mario. Uh, yeah, that the- would have been more formal and it would have
1: not
3: been a uh, Todd Fritz like if you would have done it that
1: way.
0: Dear Dylan, I hope this email finds you well.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't really, I don't appreciate your laissez faire attitude towards the email. Um, I will say, though, too, in the similar Todd vein, you also sent it to me and Mario with the resp- action being <laughs> me send this thing to Mario. Thoughts? Right.
0: Yeah, that way Mario knew that I told you so you didn't have to get bothered about it twice. Marv, you're actually somebody that deals with the Todd
2: Fritz email frequently, so I think you're a good person away on this. Yeah, but more importantly, Eric, you should have just sent a second email and just said, per my last email, because in email terms, that is you bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> I told you this already. And then literally in per my last email says it all. I can hear the anger in someone's <laughs> voice when I read per my last email. So next time you should have just done that. These guys don't listen anyway. Or, or
1: you should have sent it uh, five more times. And said, "I'm correcting my last
2: email, which or, Todd, or I know the story is for. He says, "Uh, when he sends like a one sheet, use this one, please." And then he does it again. You no, 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 use this one. No, 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 use this one. And it's four one sheets. And I'm looking to see which one is the, the right one, the newest. And I'm like, Todd, Todd, just wait until. Well, aren't they usually
3: like all the same too? It'd be like like... a
2: plug or a different question that he may, you know, that Paulie may have given him or something like that. You could have just waited until today instead of sending out. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, we're we're on Zoom right now, and Eric
1: keeps changing the background of his uh, Zoom account. And young Todd, we are currently staring at uh, Todd and his buddy um
2: what was his buddy's
1: name? buddy buddy is an ambiguous term yes it, it is, is.
2: <laughs> yes it corbin, is AKA Cor- corbin aka yeah. Corbet. corbin yeah no it's Corbet. um
3: i had another <laughs> interesting not to harp too much on the todd thing but today like during the show he sent me a uh, google chat asking me if he's it was like he was going to take the video of that okay cupid shirt and asking if i could like get it for him and send it to him and I was like I didn't I was like I have to assume this is he sent this to the wrong person because I didn't even respond to it because it's like, I don't even know how to explain to him that I'm not the man for this but I was wondering if he sent if that was just an en mass message or he accidentally just sent it to me no I think uh, as much as I want to give Todd the benefit of the doubt
1: just being that you kind of put up the graphics and all that I want to say that he reasonably thought you were the guy that was going to cut that and send that to him today.
3: Well, I w- apparently I was not.
1: <laughs> we, got a sh- we had a short week here on the show, um, and we're going into a nice little break here. Uh, so we'll have off tomorrow. That's why we're doing the podcast on a Thursday. And then we'll have off the entire next week. We usually have this time off. So this is nothing new. Uh, this is usually uh, the week after um, Pe- Pebble Beach. So we usually have this time off. We're just kind of doing it like we usually do it. Um, but like I said, it was a short week. We had some good guests on. One guest stood out to Eric particularly, just given a past relationship and past history. Uh, so we had Dr. Uh, Mark Addix on, who was an orthopedic surgeon. And he came on to discuss his um, or Patrick Mahomes' turf toe because nobody really knew what turf toe was. Um, And Eric, how how do you know Dr. Mark Addicts and why did that resonate with you, that interview?
0: Thanks, Mario. See, I'm trying to be more formal emails (laughs) for you guys. Um, No, so Doc and I worked together for six seasons on Fantasy Zone, which is um, like Red Zone Channel uh, uh, with DirecTV. I was a production manager for that. um, And we used to go to dinner every Saturday night uh, for whatever it was, 20 weeks a year or something close to that. And, um, uh, we just really became friends. He's been to my house a few times. I've been to his house down in Houston and, um, no, he's, he's a good friend. We text each other once a month, just checking in and, you know, it's, it's, he's great, great partner. Um, you know, cause obviously having a doctor that you can text, uh, is pretty helpful,
1: uh, but <laughs> orthopedic one at that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it was a little weird to have him on the show. Um, So I saw his name. He was kind of a late ad. So I was like, Oh, okay. So I texted him like, Hey, excited to have you on the show. And then it was like, Oh, I was like, do you have any animations or something to show what this is? So I was trying to help him and also help people at home understand, you know, I can Google turf toe, but I don't know, you know, what is a good or bad illustration of what it is. Um, so he sent me that. And then when he came on the show, um, his internet connection wasn't super strong. Um, and Alan worked on fantasy zone, uh, as well so i was like hey al tell doc like to check his internet settings um which normally like i mean if something is really egregious we'll talk to the person about it but we don't want to like get in someone's head and be like oh you don't look as good as we think you should like you don't want to get in someone's head when they're going to be a guest on a show and they're probably nervous but i was like i know doc's a pro and i know like you know i'd rather try to help him out but um anyways he did do a little bit got a little bit better but um but yeah so i mean it's cool to have your friends on the show um yeah, I'm certainly there's other people that I've um, grown close with uh, over the years. And um, so it's always fun to see people that you, you know, outside of the show uh, on the show. How does so, if, you know, it's not somebody that, you know, which typically it's not. How do
1: you go about, you know, in this new era of Zoom and this new age of Zoom kind of fixing if doesn't look great for television Um, you know we have people who you have the camera like almost up their nose or they're not like centered up in the frame or like half their face how do you go about kind of telling somebody that you don't really know hey you got to fix this because you want to make it I guess the best production for the Dan Patrick show
0: it's funny Mario because like you have no idea of who is going to have a great setup and who Mm -hmm. isn't because like you could have some you know beat writer from that we've never had on the show but there's just some local angle and like they have lights and a mic and like they look awesome or then you could get like an a-list superstar in the nfl and you know they call from their car and yeah know, they, they put happened the with josh bait. norman <laughs> yeah well josh norman i mean we when we had alex smith on he called from his car um you know several people have done it and mm-hmm. um the funny thing about it is it really depends on where they are too because the biggest obstacle um getting slightly techy but like you know you might have a good download speed so you can watch Netflix and that kind of thing but you might not have most people don't have strong upload speeds which is what you need to do these video conferences mm-hmm. and so um but sometimes like if you're in a big city then the cell network can be a lot stronger sometimes so then like the cell might actually be better than your ISP at home might be so uh, but in terms of um helping them frame up the shots i mean you know again you don't want to get in someone's head right they're 3 to 5 minutes from being on a national radios um you know over almost 400 radio stations and peacock and youtube it's going to live on um in on our ecosystem at least forever Mm -hmm. um and so you don't want to be like oh hey can you like start worrying about what's on the shelf behind you or but at the same time you don't want them you don't want to not say something to them and then it's bad behind them so yeah it's it's um there's not really a handbook on it. It kind of, you know, you, you kind of look at them. Do they look nervous? How do they sound? Do they sound like they're talking really fast? Like again, like they're nervous or do they seem relaxed? And, and then also like, you know, we have a lot of media people on, so they're used to getting that kind of instruction. So, yeah. um, you know, like we had Collinsworth on and he at first did not look good. He was like way off camera and like the sun was behind him. And
1: not, nothing he, 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 physically about him didn't look good. Just to be clear. It was
0: just, Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Colin. <laughs> no. As Todd would say, he's very handsome. Uh but uh right, just like JJ Watt. Um, but uh but no, um I, I don't have a problem going to media people and giving them feedback because they're used to that, right? Oh yeah, let me do this, you know, because they yeah. were possible. Be
1: more hesitant with like the A list person or like the
0: NFL player or whatnot. Well I'm more hesitant with non media members, just because sometimes they are, you know, and like I know like Years ago, I worked with Greg Olson when he was just—he was still playing. He used to come in and work on the shows on his bye week, mm. and you could tell he was really nervous because that was like his plan after playing was and is to get into the media. So, yeah. you know how important it was to him. So, you didn't want to like get in his head and then have his performance. Not that that's what, but it's kind of a performance. You don't want his performance to be affected by you know, oh, hey, you know, you got something in your teeth or you know, whatever. But at the same yeah. time, or you know, the bigger thing is like. Oh, make sure you look in the camera. That's always tough for people because, you know, they would rather look at whoever else is on the panel with them, you know, um, even on Zoom, right? Like a lot of people will look down at the other person on the Zoom, but like really you want to look into your camera. So like there's, I know that was a really long answer, but there's a lot of different sides to uh, the box. Zoom 101.
1: So if you guys are getting into a Zoom call for a meeting, it doesn't have to be a nationally televised TV show. Just make sure you're centered up. Make sure you have some good upload speed, as we learned from Eric. Uh, You know, make sure you're looking good.
3: Dill. Eric, I know you said, like, it's funny seeing who just like who has what set up for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just a coincidence or if anyone else noticed it, but it always seems like the reporters from The Athletic always have like a mic and like a good camera and like Mm -hmm. lighting and stuff more so than anyone else. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's. Something, <laughs> something that I've noticed. Update: Eric has now turned his background
1: into uh, Todd Fritz and Chrissy Teigen singing uh, John Legend's. The
3: happy, the happiest moment of that little <laughs> young man's life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the athletic—they're first, definitely first team all Zoom, um, because I think they do podcasts,
3: right? Is yeah, they got their right? Zoom game is buttoned up.
1: Yeah, I mean, they—they've kind of extre- stretched that into podcasts, and they're like I said, first team all all zoom um, we had one writer who I won't specifically uh, call out but uh, remember that Eric he, he was not happy about you um, asking him to move around we still talk about it to this day
0: uh, several come to mind um, there's there's one also, specifically th- it, it's funny you talk about like people who are first team all and this, I don't know if this is we should say this or not but like some of the NFL teams like the players call from like the from their comp like where they're supposed to do all this media stuff and like Uh it's just a laptop and they sound like crap and the lighting's bad and i'm like this is inside like a multi-billion dollar nfl facility and this is the best you can come up with and i don't need to uh, besmirch particular teams but like sometimes it's like oh this is appropriate amount of you know like oh they have a studio or whatever Mm -hmm. or it's like Literally, just like the PR guys, like, here's my laptop, and leaves. And then the players, like, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Falcons. Falcons, I think we did two this year with Matt Ryan and Todd Gurley. And they were first. I think they were first team on Zoom. They had their stuff buttoned up as far as uh, getting those two
2: guys on sound and look clear. Um, Marvin. To Eric's point, he is dead on. And you know what I think they think? So this is the last thing on our – but. Probably it's going to be the future, yeah. Like Zoom calls and doing interviews, and also this is going to change everything, especially when it comes to our line of work, where it's it's good to see like face to face and you know no more no more phones. So I think they'll put a little more effort into it, you know, going forward. But I think they were just like they want to talk to Derrick Henry, all right. Like it's like it's Dan Patrick, so. Uh, uh, just put your laptop Derek. sit here <laughs> um they can't hear uh, okay they just seem so bu- <laughs> like like all right guys
0: all right Bye. yeah just to put a, a bow on it like the other thing that that kind of drives me crazy is when the pandemic started a lot of like ring lights and usb microphones all those things were hard to come by mm-hmm. so you kind of give a pass i'm like we're almost a year into this like get a 20 dollar ring light like get a $30 USB mic, or even like we have headsets. The headsets we use for this were maybe $20, right? And they sound so much better than just the computer mics. I mean, I don't know if we're going to win any awards for our audio quality, but certainly a big improvement over uh, if we just use the built in mics on the computer. And like, you know, at some point, like it starts to be like, okay, that's the expectation, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's going to continue to improve. But um, you know, to bring it full circle, I think it's always a it's a bit of a gamble because you again you don't want to mess up someone's appearance by getting into their head about a technical thing but at the same time you want you know audio obviously is like it's our biggest thing because the biggest audience is radio Mm -hmm. podcast right so you want them to sound as good as possible so then sometimes we kind of get in trouble for critiquing the shot too closely but at the same time you know someone might want to put this in their reel or you know like they want to they're taking the time to be on the show. So you want to make them look as good as possible. So it's uh, like I said, it's, there's a lot of sides to the box that there is. um, Speaking of like big game,
1: uh, big name guests and, you know, kind of having those football types on, we made a, we've been making a lot of news and breaking a lot of news on the show, which I like a lot. Um, And it's two-parted because, uh, you know, I love the, you know, that we get attention, Dan gets the proper notoriety, you know, you know, just for, asking the hard-hitting questions and getting stuff out of these athletes that uh, other shows won't necessarily get. Um, like, for, I mean, Russell Wilson this week, that was all over the place. And particularly, I like kind of those moments because it turns into such a fast-paced thing behind the scenes where it's like Paul's communicating with me, we need to cut that video and we need to send it um, You know we gotta have it ready to bring it back to the show, and then you have NFL Network reaching out, you have Fox Sports One, you have all these different um, networks reaching out to get and obtain um, the stuff that this athlete has said on the show. I know, Marv, you kind of deal with that fast-paced live show deal whenever um, we break news or we have somebody that says something notable.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because sometimes, and I think and Dylan can attest to this also. Like, as soon as you hear something, you're like, oh, that's going to be something. Give Dan a whole lot of credit because when he asked Russell the question about, you know, do you want more involvement? Russell gave a long non-answer. And yeah. Dan came right back with the same question, like, you know, basically yes or no. Yep. And so that was a big thing. You know, Scotty Miller, like, who knew? I thought he was just going to be, you know. Just a fun college try. He was like, yes, I think I can beat Tyreek Hill, you know, to the fact that Tyreek Hill, you know, responded on Twitter and he had to talk about it during the Super Bowl press conference. So we've been making headlines of people that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, I'm still mad about Richard Sherman. That's the guy (laughs) where you think, all right, he's going to make some noise. And so your backdrops are getting more and more ridiculous. I just can't. (laughs) I'm trying to I'm trying to pod over here.
1: Even somebody like Aaron Donald, um, we didn't, I mean, I saw that interview and it's Aaron Donald, who's, you know, big name, defensive player of the year, perennial pro bowl, all defense guy every single year. And you're like, all right, we'll see how this turns out. And the second that Dan asks him if he's talked about the Stafford stuff and he says, no, this is the first time I'm publicly turning, uh, talking about it. It snaps right away. Like, all right, we're in, he's going to say something that, Nope, he hasn't said to anybody else, and a bunch of people are going to pick up on it. And again, I, I kind of I love that aspect of this show that you con- we constantly have the ability to get the big name guests, and then we have Dan, who's you know the best interviewer in the game. I'd say not even one of the best; he is the best interviewer in the game, and we can uh, break news like that. Eric, now you have Paul Paps and um, <laughs> some, some guy. As your background that I'm not going to say. And you have a Santa Claus hat on. I think you're a couple months late.
0: Here's what I got to say. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm on 13 days off or something close to it. So I'm a little bit like uh, watching the... In the last day of school, <laughs> where you're watching the movie and like you know, you're just kind of ready to go. P- pizza uh, party mode. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> that's what busy. we talked
1: Sorry. about. Me and Eric talked about today. Uh, when I walked in, he was like, "Let's roll out the TV and just watch a movie for twelve fifteen today." <laughs> maybe a little magic school
3: bus action or something. Yeah, like that. you
1: know. And that last day of school, you're not doing anything. No one's doing anything. The teacher's not doing anything. And that's kind of the mode yeah, that we're in today.
0: Up, we can't have a movie, so. I'm making my own, <laughs> but every day
1: is the Super Bowl here at the Dan Patrick Show. So we didn't do a movie, and we're bringing you some behind-the-scenes content. Um, what else did we have this week? Oh, my hot sauce stuff! What do you guys think about my hot sauce stuff? I thought I, it was painful. I got it. So how that came about was, you know, I do the mailroom segment uh, once, twice a week, depending on how much stuff we get, and we got a bunch of hot sauces that uh, this company, Mago, sent in. And Alan saw the hot sauces at the IT chef, um, and he, he was looking at some of the hot sauces, and he saw that one was ghost pepper. And ghost pepper is notoriously known to be one of the hottest uh, hot sauces or peppers out there. And he said, you should try it on air. And I was like, I'm not scared. Like, I like hot sauce. None of this scares me. And then when I did it, I think I put a little bit too much on. And I suffered for a good two hours, and my stomach was a wreck uh all evening so dylan
3: well th- two things one there is a rumor swirling that that was actually barbecue sauce that was a planted hot sauce bottle and uh for that i guess we'd give you where an are a these plus. Rumors swirling? i don't know where they start originated from <laughs> but it there is buzz and uh your acting performance was pretty good but people saw right through it um but no actually that was i i watched you put it on there and i was like oh crap like that's not just like a little drop to taste how hot it is that was like putting salsa on a chip and i just i actually just did a little research for you mario and the ghost pepper on average is over a million scoville units or 400 times hotter than tabasco sauce so that's pretty good you stuck it out sort of i kind of stuck it out next time i do it uh, I think I'm going to have some milk on the
1: ready because they say that you can't put water, or you can't drink water, right? It makes After, it hotter. Yeah. So I, I stood away from the water because everybody in the headset was just saying to stay away you, from you it. You can drink pee or milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'll take the latter on that one. Mark, did you, did you, what do you think about my performance? I thought it was the male segment of the year. Wow. Okay. I'm honored. Oh, well, I don't know if I should be honored because that means that
2: my other ones weren't any good. Precisely. This one was good. It was entertaining. We had some laughs. Dan got a good laugh out of it. What could be better than that? Eric, did you got some
1: text messages about it?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of uh, friends that I've made over the years um, because of the show, and so they text me when kind of goofy stuff happens or newsy stuff, and they both are like, man, was that really hot sauce? Because that was a lot, and uh, yeah, you get you get props for that. I frankly would not have done it for a number of reasons, including I can't have the milk after, so and honestly, I don't really get off on uh, eating something super spicy for the sake of it.
1: You couldn't stick it out. I mean, you don't need the milk. I stuck it out without the milk. I oh, mean, you cried hashtag, for like an hour in the headset. hashtag warrior. Yeah, yeah, you're you're quite the warrior. <laughs> it was fun though. Uh, if anybody else has hot sauces out there, I'm willing to try it. Yeah, Mario, again, you, I'm you not could scared.
3: parlay this into a little bit of a running thing with the mailroom where people send you hotter and hotter sauce for you to for you to put eat too much of at one time and ruin the rest of your day with.
1: I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm open to trying hot sauce. I like hot sauce. Um, So, yeah, if you want to send me some some stuff, I'm all about it. Um, The other thing that happened this week was Nick wrong or as Dan so eloquently put it was as was uh, Dick wrong. Richard Dick wrong, of course. Um, I love seeing these other personalities from other shows come on and Dan kind of interact with them. I mean, I guess I don't know if the audience or people in the audience would see that as uh, see them as uh, competition. But it just shows that, you know, everybody uh, in
3: the business kind of gets along. And it's always cool. Yeah, no, and I got in that morning when when Nick Wrong was going to be on after the Super Bowl. And uh, I like i build you know, in the morning I build the coming up graphics and stuff for the guests. And I was making his and I put Nick Wrong and I was like, just instinctively I was like I have to imagine Dan's just going to be calling him Nick Wrong the whole time and I was going to ask Eric just to firm up that you know that was what Dan wanted to do and like the first thing Eric says when he gets on headset is like him talking to Dan he's like yeah so it's going to be Nick Wrong for the whole all the graphics every single one and I was like okay cool that's what I, I figured I just wanted to double check but uh, yeah no, that was funny and he I mean nick right slash wrong is definitely like he's a fun interview every time he comes on it seems like dan genuinely enjoys sort of just bantering with him he takes his lumps as dan dishes them out so it was a good time all right
0: i'd say the thing with nick Wright and um frankly like a lot of the personalities for me the espn or or fox like their style of kind of hot takes is sometimes can be grating on me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like the yelling and like all the exciting stuff. Um, but Nick on uh Tuesday when he came on um, like, I thought he played along perfectly, you know, like yeah. he just, and like the goofiness and he was in the open the next day. And uh, yeah, it was funny. Cause Dan was like, I was like, Oh, so what do you want to scrap to say? He's like, Nick wrong. I was like <laughs> all day. And he's like, Oh yeah, all day. I was like, you don't want to start with it and then reveal it? He's like, no, all day. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) You guys even changed it on like the marquee. Like, if if, somebody hadn't watched the show for the past two weeks and they tuned in that day, they would have no idea who Nick Wrong
2: was. Uh, Marv. Yeah, I loved it. Nick was just such a great sport about it. And, you know, he didn't take himself, he doesn't take himself too serious whenever he comes on. And Nick's the same age as I am. So. You know, you grow up on Sports Center and then having no, a little bit of humor and, you know, poking fun at themselves in their, what? I said, wow, Nick's old then,
3: if he's the same age as you. Burn. That's hurtful. Roasted. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're old enough to be my dad. That's hurtful. <laughs> wow.
2: All right, so yeah, anyway. But- yeah, but long story less long, Nick was great. I think that's in our competition for segment of the year.
1: Absolutely. I was told. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, it has to be a throw for him, too, that Dan Patrick, I know he pointed this out. Um, and even though Dan was um, like kind of making fun of him, but it has to be a throw that Dan Patrick led the Monday after the Super Bowl. The first thing he talked about was Nick wrong and dubbing him Nick wrong. Um, is it, that You know, that's the biggest day. That's one of our biggest days. It's one probably our one of our most viewed days or listened to days, given that a lot of people want to listen to Dan's reaction to the Super Bowl. So the fact that you know, Dan dubs him Nick wrong just to lead off the show, I'm sure. Although a little bit, I guess, you know, degrading, but I'm sure he found it funny and, you know, I would at least find it a thrill. Um, Final thing we wanted to get to this week was Todd's names. And I know Todd didn't really do the names on air. We're going to be releasing the newsletter. We actually shot him um, doing it. We shot a video with him after the show doing these. But if, I don't know. Did you guys see the list of these names?
3: I I heard him read them. I heard him do his little video thing after the show where he okay. rattled off like maybe 100 of them. Yeah. Um, and they're uh, pretty vintage. Todd, I will say, though, that like it does seem that there's more names that sort of organically work for him. But like by the end of it, he's just totally a draft against straws. There's uh, they get. But then, you know, once uh, Dan and then piled on to the self solo uh, portion at the end, I think that was pretty funny. That was like the, the final dagger.
1: I I mean, I'm looking at some of these names and it's like some of them are not even names. They're like phrases like i'll give you a couple of them it's cover two like cover two defense there's illegal use of the hands like the penalty in the nfl eric
0: i think what (laughs) what happened today with us showing making todd shows entire list shows america that what dan and the danettes do helps america right because like the problem is Todd comes, comes up with 70. And like the reality is there's only five or six that are good. Right. And yeah. frankly, Ryan in Honolulu could learn about this too, because Ryan needs to just get in, get his point and get out. And he wants yeah. to get through his whole list. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just trying to find those cherry pick those. And I think Todd showing his whole list uh, kind of gives a little glimpse into uh, how much he wants to try to fit in and why he talks so fast. And yeah, I mean, there's just so many layers to the onion.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, like these started off. So I wasn't here, obviously, when they started these off, all of them. Um, but they started off as holiday names. And it looks like they've quickly evolved into sports plays. We have a couple of sayings in here. We have a PR director for the Raiders, Will Kiss, who, I mean, I don't know if necessarily falls under the category of a athlete name but will kiss shout out to the raiders pr director um but there's again if todd read all of these i don't know how much and how entertaining it would be because he's just going to try to rattle them off and say them as quickly as possible and you're like wait what wait i missed that one and you got to kind of go back and listen to them a couple times to see exactly where he's saying or where he's trying to go with that name uh dylan
3: I mean, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but to, at towards the end, Todd says tight end like butt, and then <laughs> moved on to the next one. So there's some gems, some gems like that in there. There is some gems. Um, if you want to see it and you're
1: not signed up for the Dan Patrick newsletter, go to Danpatrick.com. In the bottom right hand corner, you'll enter your email and you should be good to go to get them going forward. Um, you'll get them every day. It goes out about six o'clock, six ish depending on uh, the day. For the most part, it goes out at 6 o'clock. Um, we got stat of the day in there, play of the day, any left-turn segments that the guys do, um, recaps of every interview that we did. About, you know, There's a segment in there called Above the Noise. So pretty much anything that we went over that day that was notable on the show will be in there. Um, and today, Todd's names will be in there. So if you're listening now, go check it out. I'll also put out another email next week. Uh, if people are, if people listen to this after the email goes out today, to give you guys an opportunity to also see that link, but you won't be able to get it. That link to Todd's um, X-rated to say Valentine's name unless you sign up for the newsletter. So get there, get to danpatrick.com, and you would get those names. Is there anything else you guys want to cover this week, or are
2: we on vacation? Right? No.
0: I've been on vacation. Um, at least all day. Yeah. And Mario,
2: <laughs> you just insist on talking still.
0: I know. I'm just trying to. I, I got a lot
1: to get off my chest, apparently. Oh, what Local. was it?
3: What was the end of the rundown? The last couple. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll save the, those for next week. We'll, we'll save those for okay, next week. Save exactly. Me. Save. Um, it.
1: So I'm just going to stay here and talk to myself the rest yeah, of the you, year, day. And I'll see you guys in two weeks when we get back. That's the 1215 club for Ariel. Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince, and Eric the Big German, who now has a picture of Paul's background. Useless Tricks with Paul Paps uh, is the picture. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Enjoy the time off. Stay safe.